Welcome to the January 9th edition, the wild card weekend edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. This is usually the Sunday morning crew, but we have important NFL football games on Saturday. So it is Eric and George. We're going to break down the entire Saturday slate. We're going to talk about some props. We're going to talk about each of the three games. And this is perfect because we've been talking about the Saturday teaser since last Sunday night when we knew the the actual slate of games. So I'm fired up. It's a Friday that feels kind of like a Saturday, but this is going to be a fun uh, triple header. Dude, man, what have you been betting on the last like four or five days? Because I I found myself last night sweating out a Luka Doncic over and that got to overtime and like, you know, I, it, I but like it was it's been weird not having football for this is the fifth day in a row. The Mondays and Thursdays not having a football game is weird. It's very weird. I was like you. I, I bet on the um, on the Luka overs and I also bet on the, the Mavericks live. Right. And that, yeah. yeah. And when that game when that game went to overtime, I'm sitting there trying to stay awake and I'm like, oh, OK, fuck. I'm going to try and watch this. I fell asleep. I didn't even see it. Right. So. It, it was it's crazy. Right. Because that you when you, I had I got them live at like plus four and a half or something like that. They should. Mm-hmm. They must have been favors favorites pre flop. Right. And they got behind and then and then you're like, OK, I'm going to get I'm going to get. The, but then I think Doncic was one half of a point under by the time it went to overtime. And it was like. So then they got to overtime. You're like, okay, I'm going to probably win the, the, this prop, but I'm not good. But then there's a chance I'm not going to get this plus four and a half. But luckily that game uh, ended the way it probably should have. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, now I'm warmed up for this week. Now you're ready. Now you're ready. Um, an overtime game in the NFL playoffs would be quite fun. Let's talk a few props first because I have one that I really like. And I'm curious if you like it as well. Uh, the the night game on Saturday, which is on NBC, the Bucks and the Washington football team. Tom Brady's passing touchdown prop is two and a half touchdowns, but the over is plus 150. And I'm thinking about this. I'm going, okay, everyone's narrative is the Washington football team has a really good defensive line. They're going to pressure Brady. You know what? The Washington football team is a fine team, but they play in the NFC East. The NFC East is absolutely terrible. Tom Brady has played in the NFC South. He's played strong competition all season, and he has controlled his own pressure rate. It's 24%. We talked about this on Wednesday. It's the fourth lowest in the NFL. Antonio Brown's starting to figure it out. Chris Godwin is healthy. Mike Evans, I think, will grit through it. I love over two and a half at plus 150. You know what I also love? I love fading coverage. And... You know, one of the coolest stories of the year has been how good Ronald Darby's played. Um, mm-hmm. He's been one of the best coverage players in the league. Um, we're, we're getting all this big, these big dateable submissions. We had our own like Sloan submission. Well, we're, the, the thing about coverage is that it's difficult to measure. And so if, if, if some of these betting lines and some of these uh, props are being made on the idea that Washington has been brilliant on the back seven, I want to kind of fade that. I like that choice. Uh, Darby said a great year. I'm happy for him. I hope he gets paid. Kendall Fuller as well. Early in the season, got a lot of interceptions. But I do agree that, you know, there's probably going to be something for Brady there. Um, one one pick I like in that game, I like the Terry McLaurin under five and a half at plus 110. Just simply mm-hmm. hasn't been involved in the offense as much. He's been banged up a little bit. Alex Smith looked his way early in the game the other day against uh Philadelphia, but not so much late. He did have a lot of receptions, but he went under his yardage total. So I'm going to go there. I 
I, I think Tampa Bay will, will focus on him and make the other players who for Washington have played pretty well, beat him. Here's what I like in the early game though, George, please. We think, and look, Wildcard weekend's a tough betting weekend because there's always value on the dogs. Every single mm-hmm. week, there's always value mm-hmm. on the dogs. Underdogs have covered an enormous number of these games in the first wildcard weekend round before. Um, here's one where didn't all didn't all the dogs cover last wildcard? Yeah, weekend? and I think it's something and like eleven and out. two or whatever the last few years. So it, it there's, but we don't like look. One of the our cognitive bias is watching Buffalo go eight no against the spread the last eight games, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know even in their loss to to, to Arizona they won uh, against the spread. Um, you know our cognitive bias, you know, going towards Baltimore having been you know extremely good the last few weeks, uh, especially against the number, and obviously you know those things sort of tend to to go away when the competition level goes up near the end of the season teams are not competing very well and sometimes they don't cover the number i like under and this is naheem naheem hines again i liked it last week i like naheem hines under 22 and a half rushing yards i hmm. think this game is going to be close i think it's going to be a jonathan taylor game um i i think that the only way hines gets over this number is if buffalo gets out to a huge lead and Indy's sort of in that nickel offense all game, and Hines gets a carry or two in that. They they have not they they like Hines out of the backfield. They don't like him so much running the football anymore with Taylor emerging. I think this one's a nice under for that game, and it's partially correlated with the fact that we like Indianapolis uh, getting the six and a half. So you can go to pff.com and get a PFF Elite subscription. You can use the props tool. That's I think where the most. Um, you're going to have the most fun in wildcard weekend because it is really hard to pick sides and, and totals here. And there's only three games. So I, I highly recommend that. Also tune in to the PFF live show. That'll be today. You're listening to this on Saturday at 1130 on the PFF YouTube channel. We'll talk about more props and go over actually both the Saturday and the Sunday slate. So the Colts go to the Bills and the Bills are a six and a half point favorite. We Talked about it on Sunday. We thought it'd be six and a half, seven. That's where it has bounced around. I am with you on the Colts, and here's why. I think the Colts, while they're not a great team, and I wouldn't expect them, I really have, I'm not betting them on the money line. I just, I'm not. Because I think that Phillip Rivers isn't quite there yet. But they're a really smart team. And I expect Eberflus and Reich to have a plan of attack that will be successful. I don't know if their players are good enough, but I'll take the Colts getting six and a half points just be just based on that. Like that is a lot of points. The Bills as hot as they are, it is the playoffs. And now the pressure is on them to perform where I think they've been able to play kind of freely uh, over the past probably five, six weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I like this pick as well. Here's one thing though, I think just from a like a, uh, a game theory perspective if you're betting this game the casual nfl better and the casual nfl better might have a say in some of these playoff games most mm-hmm. most games in the year it's all the sharp money it's all the big bets playoff games especially the super bowl but even most playoff games um you can sort of find you know that you can see that the public has some say mm-hmm. this number got to seven the sharps hammered indianapolis which i think was the right side it's now still it's six and a half all week. I think they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of public Buffalo money coming mm-hmm. in 
on Saturday morning. I don't know if it moves the number to six and a half, but or from six and a half to seven, but it might get you a better price on six and a half. If it gets you to seven, that's enough of a reason, I think, to wait this out until probably right before game time, if you like Indianapolis. Yeah, um, I would agree that it's probably not going the other way. And I was going to mention this too. Like if you look at the cash and ticket splits, 80% of the tickets on Buffalo, but 54% of the cash. So if you figure a lot of the tickets represent the public, then those are going to come in on Saturday, you know, in, in droves. And the Bills are such a popular team. Like yeah. every 25 to 30 year old wants to be a Bills fan if they don't have a dog in this race. The Colts are like the least sexy team in this. And even the Washington football team has more sex field than the Colts. But here's something that I'll point out as well. The, the Colts are eighth in our ELO ratings. Th that's only a three-point difference between them and the fourth-ranked Bills. So there's a lot of reason to like uh, this number here. There are a ton of exciting ways to enjoy the playoffs. But if you don't have a PFF Elite subscription, then you're missing out on a bunch of them. And up until the Super Bowl, there's promo code ACTION, which means that when you buy an Elite subscription, use that promo code, you're going to get a free year of Action Network's Action Pro subscription, which is usually $100. You get it for free. So you pay for the Elite subscription, you get a free $100 subscription to go along with it, and you get endless amounts of fun on both the, the uh, NFL playoffs and then the NBA starting up. Action Network obviously has some information on other sports. PFF has got you covered on all things football. This is up until the Super Bowl, but if you buy it at the Super Bowl, you're missing out on all the playoffs. So go do it now. Get yourself an elite subscription at PFF.com and use the promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N. Make it happen. 100%. So that, that to me, I think is, is a good, you know, again, with all of these, you're going to hold your nose. I remember 2016, all the favorites covered mm -hmm. in opening weekend, except for maybe one, um, you know, so there, there, there's obviously a chance for that. George, what do you think of this? L.A. Rams, Seattle Seahawks game, Rams getting down three. to three. Yeah, total on the game forty-two. We've seen under money come in. It looks like, um, looks like Jared Goff's playing. Which God? <laughs> so let you, me ask you that. You think of a bigger indictment on that that this number Who's hasn't really moved that much with that news. Can I ask you something? If you yeah, if you have money, if you're a Rams fan, are you feeling better? Like, how much better are you actually feeling about Jared Goff at probably not 100% versus John Wolford? Uh, I, I'm not feeling all that much better, honestly. I mean, we have um, we have Goff being worth um, about four points to the point spread. I had Wolford at about 0.5, so there's three and a half. That seems actually pretty high. There were other people I think I had it bigger and can sharply reduce that this week. You can obviously talk about the injury being the reason why. I, I don't know. So the, part of me says, okay, and I was talking to our, our colleague Timo about this today. Um, the Seahawks are going to be the donkiest bet in the later rounds of the playoffs in that, like, you look at the, the quarterbacks they faced. They faced Sam Darnold. They faced uh, C.J. Beathard. They faced um, Carson Wentz. They haven't faced a good quarterback since they beat Kyler Murray on that Thursday night to start their six and one mm -hmm. stretch towards the end of the playoffs. You know they're they're still like an average. Like I love the fact that they're the 16th ranked defense in our in our in our system because or 13th ranked. Like they're average. They're an average defense mm -hmm. and. 
like they had a bad stretch of games when they played good teams. They had a good stretch of, uh, of, of play when they played bad teams. They're an average defense. So I look at the blueprint that McVay had when he went on the road and faced Tampa Bay and, and on that Monday night mm-hmm. when they were three or four-point underdogs. I, I can see him putting in the other game plan like this where Jared Goff's limitations are completely erased, right? There's no reason to believe that the Seahawks will keep that from happening. And that yes. that is, I think, the important thing to realize here is the reason you feel good about Wolford is McVay and getting mm-hmm. Cooper Cup back and having Robert Woods and getting Whitworth back, which maybe some people, maybe that has impacted the line as well. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, those- Seattle's been better since they got Carlos on that. They've been better since they got Jamal Adams in there. But those two, no, no one player is that big of a difference maker on defense. And when you look at Seattle, they are so scared to play offense right now. It's unbelievable. I was going to say this. You, you said six, you mentioned the 6-1 streak. Has a 6-1 streak ever felt more like three and four? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, you know, so the loss um, to the Giants was obviously bad, and it was much ballyhooed, especially because it got the Giants onto Sunday Night Football. But like, they have not played well. Their, their uh, pass percentage on early downs, which was a huge sign of their aggressiveness, letting Russ cook in the early part of the season, is down almost ten percent from where it was to start the season. Um, Russell Wilson was one of the two highest graded quarterbacks basically every week for the first half of the year or first like six weeks of the year. He's fallen all the way below Josh Allen, who's played amazingly. But like you expect Russell Wilson to be incredible. Let me tell you, though, this three. You're not getting the best of the number. I I bet the Rams four and a half earlier in the week. I am going to fade the this is going to be a low scoring narrative and I'm going to go over 42 points based on a lot of the things that you just said, which is that Sean McVay is going to find a way to score points. And I think that forces the Seahawks to have to try and score some points too. And this is going to go over 42. The best game script for that and the best game script for the NFL is for the Rams to get out ahead and to play really good football Mm -hmm. early, get a 10, 14 point lead. And for Seattle to be forced to play the way they want to. DK Metcalf, I think our account tweeted this out, has not had a catch more than 20 yards in the air for like two months. Yep. So you led the league the first eight weeks and didn't yeah. have a single one the last eight. So and and again, I think anything the Rams do well tomorrow today will be self-imposed. Yep. It's not going to happen by accident. They're going to have to be intentional about being a good football team this week. <laughs> and they are on defense. Brandon Staley is terrific. I think he should be getting head coaching. Uh, yes, sort yeah, of love, yeah. but everything Seattle does to stop themselves is intentional as well. And so I think that that's why people are betting into the Rams here. Um, can I give look, you? If, can I give you a Jalen Ramsey appreciation stat? Go go because you know how much I love. I said Jalen Ramsey should be the would be the DPOY Defensive Player of the Year at the beginning of the year. I still think I there's a re, there, I could make a case there, and here's the case I'll make of all the corners that played over 500 coverage snaps, and there were 59 of them. Jalen Ramsey had has allowed the fewest number of yards per game. He has allowed 20.6 yards per game, playing 581 coverage snaps. So, you know, and it's not like he's the third cornerback on this team. Like he is their ace in the hole in the entirety of the season, 309 yards. That's incredible. The dude is yeah. awesome. 
Yeah, very. I think that's very well said. I think you you can make a case for obviously Jair Alexander. Yep, who he's we'll second see next in that week. metric, by the way. Yeah, but but Ramsey has changed the complexion of the way we look at defense in the NFL. Changed the complexion of this team. Without him, I I think they're a six win team. I, it's weird to say that, but like the whole way that in which they can do defense and the noise that they got, the fact that they got to play the NFC East mm-hmm. and the fact that the the NFC East is full of one trick ponies, you know, the McLaurins and the and the uh you know, whoever plays for the Eagles, all that kind of stuff. Like the fact that the the Rams are able to sweep that and get four wins out of their ten, like you know, I think it is a testament to the defense and literally all the things we thought that was true about their offense became true. Um, those are called no trick ponies. Yeah, no trick ponies. Let's let's go to the nightcap. This is uh, to our friend Mike, uh, who's been on the forecast. Uh, Tony, who was on the Today Show with Steve. Yeah, uh, I still have to watch that. By the way, um, Steve Kornacki, uh, friend of the program. It, by the way, if you guys haven't, if you're listening to this, we had Steve Kornacki on the forecast a couple weeks ago, and it's still like a very good interview. So you can go check it out. Um, he was on the TV, obviously, for the Georgia runoff. Tampa Bay, Washington football team, the Bucks are eight-point favorites. Now, I want to talk about one thing quickly before we talk about this game on its own. Eight, you can tease that down to two. You get through seven and through three. You have the Bills earlier in the day. You can tease that down to a half. Are you still – this was one that we really liked on Sunday night, really liked on Wednesday. Do you still feel good about it, or is there a reason that you might not bet it right now? No, I, I mean, I like – look, I think that this is going to be a lower-scoring game. I think teasers are a, a big part of this, frankly. If the Rams, obviously, you know, if you bet them at four, four-and-a-half, four, three-and-a-half, three, if it gets to two-and-a-half, you could tease them with such a low total mm-hmm. with this game. I, I To me, I think this is, this is a 24 – like, whether or not Washington covers this game is whether or not they lose 24-10 or 24-14, like right. – or 24 24- – uh, like let's say Seven. 24 16 or yeah, something yeah. 24 17 like this is a low scoring game and you know it just to me amounts to whether or not Alex Smith can make plays and over the past and I love Alex Smith I think he's great he he, he he revitalized the Chiefs franchise that I love but he's not gonna be like like they're not he he can't do it anymore and I and I and I and it sucks to say that but like you know, if he's if he's aggressive in this game, he's going to produce turnovers. And if he's not aggressive in this game, he's not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with what is the second best offense in our opponent adjusted grades. Um, so are you, you know, our, our model shows some value on the football team and I can see why I can. I understand it from a macro level, but from a matchup perspective, that is really the the handicap for that is like, the, the football team's defense is going to get to Tom Brady and cause him problems. And do you believe that? Like, are you, would you bet on the football team plus eight right now? I, I haven't. Uh, I've almost always gone with the teaser we talked yeah. about. Um, I, I'm going to go with, I think, player props. Yep. Um, I mean, I think, honestly, like, this is a game where, you know, you, we it had the, the spread hasn't exploded the way that we thought it would early in the week, mm-hmm. right? Like we put Tampa Bay in a teaser, and we thought it was going to grow. There's respect, and and again, we've talked about this for weeks. There's respect in the betting markets for really good defenses, and mm-hmm. the Washington Football Team is the third best third best defense in our in our system. 
And so there's respect there. And that's, to me, like, that's how this game is won by Washington is turnovers. You know, Cameron Curl won the San Francisco game with a turnover mm-hmm. along with Chase Young. Um, you know, but Brady, the funny thing about Brady, Brady this season has high-profile turnovers, but he doesn't have that many. No. He doesn't have that many turnover-worthy plays. I mean, we're talking about uh, basically, what, under 2% of his of his dropbacks are turnover-worthy. So I... I think he'll take care of the football here. I am concerned long-term about them with Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians might not be the force multiplier at the head coaching position that people think he is. But in this particular game, it's really tough. And again, this is the limitation of a system that's supposed to predict every game. In a, in a situation like this, the matchup to me is really tough for the Washington football team. I am with you. In fact, the Brady narrative, I think, is much more negative in the public eye. Maybe the end of the season has changed out a little bit but i don't think people quite understand he was the second highest graded quarterback uh, he's the second most valuable player in the league yeah. he had 40 touchdowns uh, and, and and that's when that's with playing i mean that's with playing a schedule that's not trivial no i mean they had it was a hard schedule to, and coming into a new a totally new system with new players um and in a situation yeah. where there was a pandemic going on so like i'm 100 percent with you and that's why I, too, will be going to the props, which means you, too, should join us. Uh, go to pff.com. Get yourself an elite subscription. Check out the props tool. Check out the live show tomorrow uh, where we will talk about props for this game in much more detail. Before we get out of here, we're going to talk prize picks because prize George, picks- did you know I, I not only did not hit my prize picks last week, I didn't hit. I, I didn't hit the, the, the parlay like I did the previous oh. week. I didn't hit any of the individual ones either. Oh, I, no. I, like, which is fine. Look, 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 you're either first or you're last, yeah, right? It, so it, I'm, You I'm, can either fade and win or go with him and he'll bounce back and you'll win. It's an all or nothing proposition. Prize Picks allows you to parlay uh, overs or unders for individual uh, player fantasy point totals. So you pick whether they go over or under their projection. And then if you pick, say, two of them and they both go over... Um, or under, regardless which one you pick. If you're right, you get a certain payout. If you pick, say, four, you get a payout of up to 12x. If You you can even pick five, actually. It's, it's really fun. So go to prizepicks.com and play it. We'll give you a couple here. I am going to start, and I am going to go with your boy, Naheem Hines, under 10.5 fantasy points. I just think this is going to be a... The Indianapolis Colts are going to come out, and they are going to establish the hell out of the run. So I'll take Naheem Hines under 10 and a half fantasy points. All right. I'm going to uh, go with my guy. I think this, this player is extremely underrated. Um, let me find, I think I'm going to go Cole Beasley over 12. Uh, I knew it. Cole's my guy. Yep, he yeah, is. I think Cole Beasley is legitimately a top 12, top 10 receiver in the football, in the NFL right now. I don't, we don't I think have he's revolutionized that, that offense. I think I, I, people who are giving him shit today for getting an all pro vote, like don't watch the game. Like don't look at the numbers. Don't watch the games. He's a difference maker. I think he's a difference maker here tomorrow. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs who turned that offense around uh, <laughs> over 19. I think he kills the Colts in this game. Uh, you, talk, you, you don't, you don't see the, the Vikings fans tears when he and Xavier Rhodes have a epic battle tomorrow. <laughs> Um, okay. No, I think I, I will see the Vikings tears when Stefan Diggs is, is, is going to prove that he is, uh, the type of number one receiver that they probably wish they had. Although Justin Jefferson is awesome. 
I'm going deep to the well here. I'm going Zach Pascal over Ooh. nine and a half. I like it. I think Zach Pascal's going to get like, you know, two catches, 30 yards, touchdown. Boom. I love it. All right, go to prizepicks.com. Make it happen. You can fade us. You can go with us. Tune in tomorrow or today, later today at 1130. Enjoy Saturday football. See you guys.